one time only do I make many of the statements that I make from this pulpit. I wish you could know how sad I feel when I come to one of those statements. Folks are looking around, whispering, not listening. I'm going to make some statements this morning that I've never made. Now, the general teaching that I'm giving this morning is not new here. Nothing I ever give <coughs> is new because I have about 20 subjects, uh, themes, and I stay on those 20 themes pretty all the time. I don't think God's people need a bunch of extras. I think they need the basics. I don't try to give spiritual tortillas, enchiladas, chow mein, sub gum gum. I try to give spiritual green beans, potatoes, and basics. I uh, I don't give try to give the <coughs> the froth. I try to give the basics, and I think there are only twenty things, basically twenty subjects that God's people need. And so I repeat the subjects, different texts, different approach over and over again. I'm going to speak this morning on an old theme, dressed up a little bit, but I'll make some statements I've never made before, never make again. I'm speaking this morning on the subject, kill it and you'll find it. Kill it and you'll find it. It probably is as near <coughs> the what you're looking for in life. You won't, most of you won't try to get it this way. <coughs> But anything I say, he that findeth his life shall lose it. Another way you could put that, using synonyms, <coughs> he, that, he that searcheth for, searcheth for his life shall kill it. And he that killeth his life for my sake shall find what he's searching for. I want to speak today on the subject, <coughs> kill it, and you'll find it. Our Heavenly Father... Please help the people listen this morning. I'm about to say something that could transform most of our lives. May I have their attention, please? Amen. I try to watch carefully in counseling sessions for needs of our people. I believe if... It, if uh, <coughs> Eight or ten people in one week come to me with the same problem, with the same need, the same deficiency. I believe that that shows a trend, just like a poll. For example, they'll take a poll of New York State, millions of voters. And they'll say, our poll shows that after sampling 1,500 voters. And they'll say this within 5% accuracy. Now, so I believe that if... Eight or ten people who come to my office out of maybe 140 a week have the same problem. I think it may show a need that is a trend that all of us have. One, one uh, statement, <coughs> one uh, <coughs> theme that has been prevalent the last two weeks in my counseling has been the need that I'm going to try to fill this morning. 
I believe that the time for this thought has arrived, and I think that the time has come for me to say other things I'm going to say this morning. Twelve people made about the same statement in my office this week alone. This message is to try to help the many others who have faced the same problem and have the same need. Here's a person who says, and by the way, somebody said this in my office recently. It's time I thought of myself. I've given and given and given. And I'll be honest, I'm just to the place where I think I deserve some happiness too. And I am going to be happy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some money. I'm going to have some fun. It's time I thought of myself. And I'm going to be happy. Of course, that person was making a mistake. Because he'll never be happy. Never. Never. But here's another. Now follow me carefully. Because we'll shock you. Here's another who said, no, I know the world doesn't bring happiness. And I know that things, money, do not bring happiness. So I'm going to search for happiness midst spiritual things. Now hear me carefully. That person made the same mistake as the first person. Him again. Person number one. I'm going to be happy. <laughs> I deserve happiness. And I'm going to get money. I'm going to enjoy life. I may go into the world a little bit. I've given and given and given and shared. It's time I thought about myself. And I am going to find happiness for myself. The second person said, No, I don't agree with that. I know the world doesn't bring happiness, and so I'm not going to search for happiness in the world. I'm going to search for happiness in spiritual things. I'm going to search for happiness in in serving others. Uh, I'm going to uh, search for it in Bible and prayer and so forth. Now, I say he's making the same mistake the first person made. Person number three. He says, not me. I know that happiness is in serving others. And I am going to find my happiness in serving others. I'm not going to try to find my happiness in the world, as did person number one. That won't work. I'm not going to find my happiness in spiritual matters like person number two, because that won't work either. But I am going to find my spiritual happiness and my happiness in serving other people. Now listen carefully. He's wrong too. He's wrong too. You say, hold it, preacher. Wait a minute. <laughs> Don't you believe in serving others? Yes, I do. But nobody ever finds happiness in searching it, searching for it by serving others. Listen now. Unhappiness is not caused by searching for the wrong thing. Unhappiness is caused by the search. 
Did you hear me? If you start serving others in an effort <coughs> to find happiness, you'll not find it. The Bible said, he that seeketh his life shall lose it. doesn't say where he seeks it. doesn't say, he that seeks his life in a tavern shall lose it. So he that seeks it shall lose it. You can set out to be happy by giving everything you have away. But that unhappiness is not in what you search for or where you search. The unhappiness is in the search. Nobody has ever been happy looking for it. You can look for it in a tavern, but you won't find it. You can look for it in a nightclub, but you won't find it. You can look for happiness in a disco, but you won't find it. Let me say it now. Hear me carefully. You can look for happiness in the Bible, and you won't find it. You can look for happiness in your prayer room, and you won't find it. You can look for happiness in the rest home as you're taking flowers or cookies to a senior citizen, and you won't find it. You see... Unhappiness is not caused by where you seek your happiness. Unhappiness is caused by seeking for happiness. You know, there's no mention here of where you search. One says, I'll look for joy in liquor. He'll fail. One says, I'll look for joy in pleasure. He'll fail. One says, I'll look for joy in soul winning. He'll fail. One says, I'll look for joy in prayer. He'll fail. One said, I'll look for joy in serving others, and he'll fail. Hey, a lady came to my office. I'm going to have to talk about this. She came to my office the other day, and she said to me, she said, fooey. I'll let her go right ahead and curse like that. She said, fooey. I'll never be happy. I may as well forget it. And I said, you just found it. You just found it. I mean, that's the first step. <laughs> if you go in the world to search for your happiness, you won't find it because you're seeking it. And the Bible says, hey, we're having church here. Wake up, folks. We're having church. And alive, I prepared this sermon. I prepared to give you something. Now, sit up straight and listen to what I'm saying. Boy, it irritates a fire out of me. Uh, listen, a lot of you folks uh, uh, fell sound asleep right now. In, in this sound asleep right this minute. Who needs to hear what I've got to say? I know he does. And I, I've, I've counseled with him. I know what he needs. And, he, and he's a part of the people I've been praying for that God had help in this sermon. Listen to me. Listen. Man's search for happiness always ends in unhappiness. It is not where you search. <laughs> it's a fact that you search. Now, hear me carefully. I never, and I mean this, I never think about whether or not I'm happy. Said I said to the fellow this week. That, <laughs> he said, <laughs> I used to have joy. I used to have, now, he wasn't talking about world of joy, Christian joy. He said, I used to have Christian joy. I used to say amen in church. <laughs> and I used to, boy, I want to say amen. But he said, now, I don't, I don't, I don't ever say it anymore. I, I, how can I get my joy back? He won't get it back that way. I never think whether I'm happy or not. Because to think about it is to lose it. Hear me. Two statements I'm going to make I've never made before in my life. I'll probably never make them again. Hear me carefully. 
Unhappiness. Are you listening? Unhappiness is the awareness of happiness. Statement number two. Unhappiness is the weighing of happiness. When you put happiness on the scale and weigh it, <laughs> you won't like its weight. And when you make yourself aware, I do not ever, I, I don't know whether I'm happy or not. I have no idea. Now, if I stop to think about it, I can, I can look at it right quickly. Boy, I look in a hurry, though. I say, yep, I'm happy. Now, let's forget it. Why? Because in the thinking about it <laughs> is the unhappiness. And if you would forget it, I said forget it. Doesn't matter whether you're happy or not. I don't know if I'm happy or not. I'll guarantee you I am. But I never dwell on it. Never. I never, stop, I, never, I never plan happiness for myself. Never do. I never say, I'm going to have some fun today. Never say it. Never do. Never. I mean, never. I mean, never. Not one time in my life. Whoever say, I'm going to have some fun today. I'm going to be, I'm going to have some real joy. Today. I don't do that. Why? Because, because I do not relate life to having fun. I do not relate life to being happy. I don't relate life to joy. I relate life to doing what I was put here to do. Now then, you say, are you happy? I'm not sad. Well, you say, do you have joy? I, I, I don't have any un un unhappiness. Well, you say, is life exciting for you? I'm never bored. But I never say, boy, oh boy, oh boy, I am going to do something exciting today. No, I say, boy, oh boy, oh boy, I'm going to do God's will today. For your own excitement. For your own joy. For your own happiness. <clears throat> I walked up to happiness. And I said, Good morning, happiness. I've always wanted to meet you. And happiness turned and walked away. Now watch it again. Now this time do what you're supposed to do. Good morning, happiness. I've always wanted to meet you. Do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> you think you can do it? Bob? Uh, you think you can do it? You think you can do it? Come here. Come. You, 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 you be me. Say what I said. Good morning, happiness. Say it in the microphone. Good morning, happiness. I've always wanted to meet you. Can you do that? Do it. Good morning, happiness. I've always wanted to meet you. Perfect. Perfect. Now, I said good morning, happiness. I've always wanted to meet you. <laughs> and happiness turned and walked away and said, I'm not interested. But one day I said, good morning, happiness. I know you don't want to meet me. But I've got a friend I'd like for you to meet. And happiness said, where is your friend? And I said, here's my friend. 
And happiness said, I'm glad to meet you, friend. And happiness turned to me and said, what did you say your name was? I'd like to meet you too. Happiness will never respond to an invitation. But happiness will sneak up on you from the back while you're introducing it or him to somebody else. This poor, old, benighted, sin-cursed, heathen, pagan, stupid, ignorant world who thinks that you're going to, I'll be happy, I'll be happy. No, you won't be happy. I mean, I don't care how many of those you've got in your billfold, you won't be happy. I don't care where you seek it. You can seek it in money. You can seek it in the bank. You can seek it in pleasure. You can seek it in, seek it in power. You can seek it in lust. You can seek it in the church. You can seek it in the closet. You can seek it in the Bible. You can seek it in soul winning. But nobody ever finds happiness by seeking it. He that killeth his life shall find it. He that searcheth for his life shall kill it. And when you search for happiness, you kill your chance for happiness. But when you say, I'm not concerned about that, I've got a fellow here who's in need. I've got a hungry body that needs to be fed. I've got a cold back that needs to be clothed. I've got two cold feet that need to be shod. I've got somebody that's sad that needs to be cheered. I've got somebody that's lonely that needs a friend. And I'm going to see to it that he gets what he needs. He gets what he needs. He gets what he needs. And happiness said, I'll slip it up on you and give you what you need too. I'm telling you the truth. We got folks all over this room this morning taking tranquilizers that haven't got the reason to take them. We got folks all, we got ladies here having a certain time of your life. And you're blaming a certain time of your life because you're blue and melancholy and depressed. And my Bible says nothing about that. My Bible says, my peace give I unto you. My peace give I unto you. We've got men this morning, and students here this morning, and, 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 and adult men. We're trying to get happy, but you won't do it. Saying that until you come to the place in your life where you say, I'll kill my life, doesn't matter about me. And then you start living for other people. I don't say, if you live for other people in order to be happy, you won't be happy. But if you live for other people in order for them to be happy, I guarantee you, God will give you happiness and peace. I said to peace, peace, my name is Hiles. I'd like to meet you. And peace turned and walked away. I said, hold it, peace, hold it, <laughs> hold it. I'll never have you. I'll never have peace. May as well forget it. You won't meet me. You won't, you won't give me <laughs> yourself. Forget it. But I said, look. I have a friend over here that sure would like to have you. Peace, would you come to my friend? And peace goes to my friend. And as soon as peace finishes giving himself to my friend, peace comes to me and says, Now I'd like to give myself to you. I wish I could grab everybody in this house this morning and grab the shoulders and shake you and say, Listen to me, I've got the answer. I know what I'm talking about. You never will find your life by seeking it. You'll lose it. But if you lose your life in the will of God and in trying to bring joy and peace and contentment to others, then joy, contentment, and peace will come to you as a byproduct of your forgetting whether you have it or not. Happiness never enters my mind. If it does, 
it please. I wish I could cram this down your throat this morning. I wish I could get you to forget you exist. Brother Broadway, you know what happens? This doesn't ruin my life, but I feel sorry for people. I, I'll do something for somebody in the church. And what happens is, somebody else will get upset because I did it for somebody else instead of them. I've been eating lunch for several weeks now with some of our teenagers every Wednesday at Teebles. We get 20, 25, 30 of the kids, high school kids, have a nice meal together, cut up together, get to know each other better. What I do, I get a half dozen letters the first week saying, why don't you do that for us? Now, that doesn't bother me because I'm not going to let my joy depend on you. They don't make a person here can take my jaw away. They don't write a crank letter take my jaw away. You see, but I'm saying this, I feel sorry for you. You don't want something necessarily. You just don't want somebody else to have it. And it's pitiful. It's pitiful for you. <laughs> I, uh, it's the same about anything else. It, it, listen, you spend your life Wanting others to have good. You don't ever get it. And then you spend your life seeing that others get good. I'm not just saying, first rejoice with somebody else. If a neighbor has a nicer car than you, rejoice with him. If somebody has a, 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 an inroad with someone that you'd like to know better, rejoice with them. If somebody gets something done for them that you wish, that, 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 that you wish you, rejoice with them. And not only that, you try yourself to see to it that they get what they like to have. And I'll guarantee you, there's a whole new world out there waiting for you if you'd end your search for happiness. And end your search for peace. And end your search for contentment. Forget it. Pastor school. Pastor school. Elaine, happiest bunch of people I've ever seen are the people at First Baptist Church of Hammond who work in pastor school while they're working. Dennis Kwiatkowski, Polish fellow. I was nice to him. I could have called him something else. But... Huh? I could have called him bass singer. <laughs> Took his vacation. What for? To, to stand outside my office door <laughs> till I walk from my office to this pulpit and do nothing but guard me the whole week. That's his vacation. That's his Hawaii. That's his Caribbean island. That's his Rocky Mountains. That's his Florida. That's his Southern California. That's his fishing trip. That's his golf week. What's his vacation for? Do nothing 
But stand and wait till the preacher comes out of his office and walk down a, all with him, down an alley with him. Why? So we can keep him safe. Of course, if anybody pulled a gun at me, he'd run for his life. That's his vacation. He isn't the only one. <coughs> we have a number. By the way, he said the other day, he said, Preacher, I've already, I've already got my vacation put in for the same week next year. Now, look, at pastor school, we don't all get together and say, hey, let's get happy. I know how we can get happy. Let's have a pastor school, and boy, that'll make us happy. That's not what we say. We say America's going to hell, and let's get the preachers of America here, and let's get the fire of God in their soul, and let's get them burdened for sinners, and fall in love with their people, and do God's work and save this nation. But we don't know whether we're happy or not. We don't get together in the middle of the week and say, aren't we happy? Let's do this some more because we're happy. If we got together and said that, happiness would run just like that. No one said, let's get happy. No one said, nobody said, aren't we happy? Nobody, all week long, nobody ever said, aren't we happy? Nobody said that. They said, preacher, praying for you while you preach tonight. They said, Preacher, we believe God's doing something this week. Preacher, <coughs> thank you for letting me be a part. But nobody said, I'm happy. Why? Nobody ever did say, I'm happy and stayed happy. Nobody ever did say, I'll be happy and got happy. You get it when you forget it exists. And try to baptize your life in service for other people. And then it slips, slips up on the hind side of you. Look, you know what I feel like? I feel like when I preach like this, I feel like I'm, I'm preaching in English in China. Because the average person here hasn't got the foggiest idea of this kind of vocabulary. But brother, if I could get a hundred of you folks this morning to know what I'm talking about, I'd say, bless God for the time we took to preach the sermon. That's why you lose your temper. You're thinking about yourself. That's why you get your feet in church. You're thinking about yourself. That's why you have your fights and your fusses and your feuds. You're thinking about yourself. But oh, my soul in heaven. If I could ever one time get this thing that cause you to cause this to click in, some, in somebody's mind, I think it will. If I could ever get this thing to click in your mind and say it's not happiness. If I seek it, I won't find it. If I search for it, it'll, it will not be available. What you ought to say is with that little lady in my office that said, Oh, fully, I'll never be happy. <laughs> I may as well forget it. Yeah, and you may as well. I was talking in my study to a little lady a year or two ago. She said, Preacher, I'm constantly depressed. I said, do you have food to eat? She said, yes, I do. I said, okay. Then I know somebody that doesn't. Go feed him while you're depressed. And then clothe him. Then house him. And I said, tell him you're depressed. Just tell him. I feel lousy. I'm miserable. I'm depressed. Then I said, you get him caught up with you. 
Because I know people, you're depressed and full. I know folks depressed and empty. So at least you're ahead of him. Now go get the fellow who's depressed and empty, caught up with you, then both of you will be depressed and full. But you have no right to lament your full depression until you have gotten the fellow who has an empty stomach, have his stomach full too. And if you just say this, okay, I'm going to quit taking my pills. I'm going to quit going to the psychiatrist. God pity you people. Got to sit in some shrink's office. Tell him stuff's none of his business. So he can have a few thrills himself. You folks that are spending your money to a psychiatrist's office, you know what y'all do? Y'all, it ought to be deductible on your income tax as a gift. By the way, you folks that work at pastor schools, not over. You can have that all year if you want it. So where can I find happiness? On the way to the amusement park, stop at the ghetto. You pass it, trying to get it. While you're on your way to great America, stop at hungry ghetto. And I'll guarantee you, I'll guarantee you, more people are happy who are serving food to hungry bodies in the ghetto than are happy riding the edge. I know. I've done both. Now, I wasn't happy when I rode the edge. <laughs> On your way to the golf course, <clears throat> you'll find happiness. You're walking over it. I've said before, I quit playing golf. I won't play another round in my life. They showed partiality to the other players, discriminated against me. They cut the grass where the other fellows play, played and didn't cut it where I played. So I'm not playing anymore. I'm not against golf. <coughs> I'll tell you what. On the, between here and the golf course, there's more happiness than there is at the golf course. And between here and the bowling lanes, there are plenty of rest homes where you can find happiness. But you won't find it bowling. I'm not against bowling. I walked up to a bald-headed man a while ago, and I said, I'm on... Drill some holes in your head and use it to go bowling with. You can find happiness if you quit looking for it. You'll find it in the, on every bare foot of every little boy in Chicago that has no shoes of his own. You can find it in every rest home in the area where people are not interested in going to the amusement park. They'd just like to walk outside one more time in their lives. It's there. You can find it in every, <coughs> every hungry body, <coughs> every ghetto, every hospital room. Let me review and I'll close. Preacher, it's time I got some things for myself. I've given <coughs> and given and given and given. Now <coughs> I'm going to find happiness in doing some things for myself. No, you won't. Preacher, He's wrong. I'm going to find happiness by looking for it in spiritual service. In spiritual way. Nope, you're wrong. Preacher, 
I'm going to find happiness in forgetting spiritual service and forgetting I'm going to search for happiness in living for others. He's wrong. You'll find it when you say, I'll never find it. So I'll forget it. But there are other people that don't have it. And I'll try to get it for them. I'll just be miserable. Rest of my now. Hear me, I'm through. I'm 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 searching. I'm I'm you. I'm you. Searching for the it's like the greyhound race. The rabbit's always right out there in the front. But you never catch him. Listen, if a greyhound lives on a rabbit he chases in a greyhound race, he'll lose a lot of weight. But here I am. Oh, I'm miserable. I'm miserable. Let me have this mic right here. Hey, anybody home? Turn it up. I'm miserable. I'm miserable. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think of myself. I'm going to have some fun myself. I, I, I've given and given and given and given. I'm going to find happiness for, turn it up, please, for myself. Didn't work. Okay, preacher's right. I'm going to find happiness in spiritual matters. Dear Lord, I come to you looking for happiness. Dear Bible, I open you looking for happiness. Huh. Still miserable. I know what I'll do. I'll give to others. I'll live for other people. I'll find happiness. I don't feel any better. In fact, I feel worse. <laughs> I may as well have gone out and do the disco. This doesn't help. Preacher's wrong. Huh. Hopefully. No way for me to be happy. My lot in life to be unhappy. Here's a credit looking suit you got on there, fella. Man, I'm afraid I'm miserable. But miserable, miserable. Getting you a stupid suit. Is it miserable not getting you one? Let's go down and get it. I buy him a suit. Boy, your shoes sure are worn thin. Come on, I'll get you a pair of shoes. I'm miserable. You understand? I'm miserable. I'll get you a pair of shoes. Okay. You feel better about that? Your suit? You feel better? Wish I felt better. Hmm. I do feel better. I feel much better. Isn't that strange? I feel great. <laughs> and I wasn't. Even looking for it, our Heavenly Father.